the Raging Cajun. 1600 AM, KLEB, and 102.7 FM. Cheers! Cheers, please! Good morning to everyone in Southeast Louisiana. This play-by-play coming to you live here on this Monday morning. Casey Justclair here. We've got a fun show coming your way. We'll be live until 1 o'clock, passing a good time. Boy, we've got some stuff to talk about today. We've got high school sports to talk about today. We've got the college football playoff national championship game to talk about today. We've got the NFL playoffs to talk about. The Saints laid an egg. LSU football uh, got some big commitments in the portal. LSU basketball on the men's side fell flat on the women's side. Did excellent. Uh, W's and L's, betting picks, all that is coming within the next 90 or so minutes until 1 o'clock. We want to thank our sponsors for allowing us to be here. How about the Blue Boot Foundation, Neil Small Engine, do friend building materials got you covered for all your roofing needs. Buzz off the only all natural mosquito control professionals providing guaranteed results. Rouse's markets feels like home and golden motors where price is priority. Proudly supporting South Lafouche athletics and community youth sports organizations. Uh, this week is a busy broadcast week for us tonight. We're at LCU in sixth ward. Never been to sixth wards uh, campus before excited for that today. Uh, join us tonight. Uh, sponsored in part by Industrial Power Systems, Barry Ogeron Insurance Agency, Damien Adams Contractors, Neil Small Engine, and Complete Occupational Health Services. That'll be LCO against Sixth Ward, Boy Girl Doubleheader beginning at 5.30. Today, making the road trip out to Sixth Ward. Cannot wait for that. We've got Brian Colley coming on in the next segment of the show. The coach and I will talk about High school basketball, middle school basketball, the playoff, the NFL playoffs, everything in between. Um, At noon, I will talk about maybe some Saints, maybe some NFL playoff matchups. 12-15, college football playoff talk, 12-30-ish, W's and L's, and then we get to the bottom of the show as we'll start uh, devying up the picks. Um, Boys and girls basketball scoreboards from Friday, just to keep everybody abreast with what's going on. Game that I was at, oh, it was a good one. We had Central Lafouche losing to Terrebonne, 54-53. to Central Lafouche had this game won. This is one that they are going to really regret looking back um, at, at the, the season as a whole a little later in the year. They were leading by one. Go to the free throw line about 20, nah, maybe a little more, about maybe 30 seconds left. Miss both ends of a double bonus situation. Terrebonne gets the rebound, gets fouled. Terrebonne gets a one-point road win against Central Lafouche, and they keep their streak rolling. Terrebonne's now like 15-3 and three or 16-3. and three. Like They've got it rolling. Uh, so a great win for Terrebonne on the road in a rowdy environment. Como beats Morgan City 51-40. Hanville beats East St. John 75-60. Great win for Hanville there. Destrahan beats H.L. Bourgeois 49 to 47, game that came down to the final seconds. Um, And then Bonneville beats up on Thibodeau 65 to 30, so Bonneville gets a big win there. Ellender beats St. Frederick over at the Wachita Parish Tournament 52 to 33, good win for Ellender. Uh, Let's see what else we have. Bruley, they played a lot of local teams, so opportunity for some power points for a lot of locals. Not happening on Friday. Port Allen beats Bruley 84. 
to 50, so tough loss for Bruley. Lutcher falls to family, Christian 49 to 33. Then we had Vanderbilt get a win over St. Martin Episcopal 65 to 59. Good win for Vanderbilt. Berwick falls to Christ Christ Episcopal School 68 to 64. EDY defeats St. Charles 54 to 48. These are again on Friday night um, action. We had uh, let's see, Central Catholic of Morgan City beats Generate 69 to 45, and CCA falls to Hanson 55 to 34. Now on Saturday, and these were some results that we didn't give you on Sports Corner because we didn't have them yet. But on Saturday, we had some very interesting things happen involving some local teams. East St. John gets blasted by Madison Prep 71 to 39. Madison Prep, we know that they're one of the best of the best. They got a big win over East St. John. West Monroe and Ellen, they're played. We don't have a score reported in that game, but we know they played. We had Cornell Scott on the sports corner, and he was breaking down the matchup. So we know that they were at least scheduled to play. Hamilton Christian 64, Assumption 31. Hamilton Christian rolls past Assumption. This was the most surprising result. Oh, I forgot one, by the way. Lutcher defeats McDonough 35, 53-36. Most surprising score of the day from Saturday. Edie White blows out Vanderbilt, 54-37. to The Cardinals get a dominant win over the rival Terriers. I didn't see that one coming. Didn't see that one coming. Coach Keefe and his team get a big, big win over Vanderbilt in non-district. Play huge win. Catapult and jumpstart their season. St. James defeats Riverside 52-33. to Then also we had, um, let's see, St. Charles falls to St. Martin Episcopal 47-43. to Those were boys' basketball scores. Now let's dive into the girls' basketball side of things where we had um, on Friday night, Central Lafouche defeats Terrebonne 58-43. Good win for Central Lafouche. Coach Tora and her team get a big win over Terrebonne. Destrehan defeats HL Bourgeois 63-45. No surprises in either one of those results there. Hanville, this is a little surprise. They fall to East St. John 43-39. East St. John drops one to... um, I'm assuming East St. John gets a big one over Hanville who drops one to their rivals across the river. Thibodeau defeats Geo Next Generation 68-18. Great win for Coach Ashley and her team. Ellender and Huntington were scheduled to play. No score was reported as of yet. South Terrebonne falls to Springfield at the French Settlement Tournament, 52-41. Tough loss for the Lady Gators. Vanderbilt at the Sugar Bowl Invitational lost an out-of-state opponent, 70-60. Berwick loses to Christ Episcopal, 37-18. EDY defeats Haynes Academy, 43-15. Good win for the Lady Cardinals there. Patterson gets a win over East Iberville, 45-39. Good win for the Lady Jacks. Then we see Homa Christian School was scheduled to play Academy of Our Lady. That game got canceled. And Central Catholic of Morgan City played Jenneret, but no score has been reported um, as of yet. Over the weekend, on the girls' side, there were some games that were played, and we'll fill you in on how those games shook out in just a second. What's my damn LHSA website? cooperates. The LHSA website is notorious for crashing and breaking down right when we needed the most when we're doing these score segments, but I think I just got it back. Here we go. Uh, on Saturday, we had on the girls basketball side, Ellender Falls to Southern Lab. Listen to this score. 87-46 to 46 Southern Lab beats Ellender. That's a 40-point spread. When was the last time Ellender got beat by 40? It's... Oh, ugh. 
Crazy to think, man, but it has been a rough season for the Lady Patriots. Vanderbilt defeats an out-of-state opponent, 57-37. to Good win for Vanderbilt. Donaldsonville loses to White Castle, 59-39. to Great win for White Castle over Donaldsonville. So some good results. This week, we've got more district play. This week, we've got some tarpon basketball outside of district play. Tomorrow, we'll be at Central Lafouche for them and Homa Christian. Friday, we'll be in Homa as they'll take on Ellender in a non-district game against a district opponent. Our 5A district is in district play. Uh, we've got Bayou versus River matchups up and down the schedule. So high school basketball will really be hot and heavy. Tomorrow, I will give you guys a rundown of power rating numbers to let you guys know where some of the local teams sit. Let's catch a break when we get back out of the break. Brian Colley, Athletic Director of South Lafouche High School. He'll be excited to talk about all of this stuff and more. It's play-by-play on KLEB. We'll be right back after this. Some people just have a knack for being there when you need them the most. Like your third-grade classmate who sticks up for you against that bully. The neighbor who gives you a jump start. And the friend who chases away that flock of geese at your outdoor wedding. Your state farm agent has your back, too, through good times and the not-so-good. And who's got your agents back? State Farm, the company people have trusted for more than 90 years. We're here to help life go right. Call State Farm agent Ashley Barrios and cut off today at 985-632-0988. Time is money. Don't waste both running around looking for filters, batteries, and belt sand-related items. Fleet Supply Warehouse delivers. Fleet Supply offers daily scheduled delivery, including Bayou Lafouche, New Orleans, Morgan City, New Iberia, Lafayette, Thibodeau, Baton Rouge, the North Shore, plus the River Parishes, too. Automotive, lawn equipment, agricultural, marine, or industrial. Fleet Supply Warehouse, 985-868-0430. Venture Boulevard, Homa. You have a pest control problem? Roundtree's Pest Control and Supplies has an experienced staff that can guide you with the products to use yourself for your home or business. They carry a full line of professional products for termites, mosquitoes, ants, wasps, fleas, bedbugs, mice and rats, or any other pest control needs you may have. That's Roundtree's Pest Control and Supplies. Call 985-475-3314. That's Roundtree's Pest Control and Supplies. Mike to tell you for Neal Small Engine Incorporated. Listen up. That's what we did at Gravely. We listened to lawn professionals. Then we brought the professional performance home. Gravely residential zero turn mowers show the neighborhood that you mean business. Zero turns that are as tough as nails operate a comfort beyond compare. We've got a hundred years of professional advice to perfect cutting performance. Just drop the deck, put the neighbors on notice. Gravely, driven from within. At Neal Small Engine Incorporated. Locations in Homa, LaRose, and Thibodeau. It's Mardi Gras time and Joe's Septic Contractors would like to let everyone know that there is still time to call in your orders for portable toilets and hand wash stations. You can order two, three, six, ten, and 18 stall restroom trailers from everyone at Joe's Septic Contractors. Have a happy and safe Mardi Gras. Call 985-632-5592 or visit joeseptic.com. When you order curbside pickup on the new Rouse's shopping app, you pay the same price for groceries as in-store. And you get free pickup on all orders, $35 or more. Download the new Rouse's shopping app on the App Store or get it on Google Play. Place your order, choose your curbside pickup time, and your Rouse's Market's personal shopper will shop your order for you. And load your groceries into your car. It's just that easy. Rouse's Market. 
Hatchets, be used like gold. Start of a very busy broadcast week here for us here at Coastal Broadcasting, beginning tonight, where we have LCO traveling to take on Sixth Ward. Myself and this gentleman will be on the call of that game, Coach Brian Colley, who's on the line now. Coach, good morning, man. How are you? Good morning. Doing well. Hope you're doing well. But every time I know the, uh, the music leading up to the interview, you don't ask me who it is. But did you know who this one is? Yeah, that's Kurt Angle. Kurt Angle. Now, do you know what they say while Kurt Angle's coming out? <laughs> I'm not saying it. But I, yeah, <laughs> well, I that's maybe why I didn't ask you. I didn't want to imply anything <laughs> or infer anything. It was played at random. Um, brother, we've got LCU in Sixth Ward today. We could start right there. I'm excited. I've never been to Sixth Ward. Coach Zush came on about two weeks ago and said, hey, well, we've got a really big gym. We've got good middle school facilities, and I know they're going to be very well coached because he does an excellent job. But LCO is really damn good, too. Uh, it'll be a fun one. Uh, Bulldogs and Blue Jays, 530 here on KLEB. Be a fun opportunity to watch these uh, men and women play and compete at the middle school parish uh, championship chase. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I'm so glad uh, that our coastal broadcasting, you and Truck, and all decided to go ahead and do these middle school games because uh, you know I think it's great for the community to give these kids some exposure, and I'm definitely looking forward to it. I haven't seen Six Ward yet, like you said before. Uh, we know they can be well coached, and uh, LCO is bringing a good ball club. Into their gym tonight. They well coached also, so it's going to be a going to be a good battle. Looking forward to it. Tomorrow we get out of middle school and we go to high school. South Lafouche will be taking on Homa Christian. <laughs> and you said um, when I think it was maybe on the air, maybe it was off the air, but whatever it may be, it could repeated here. It wasn't anything that was private. That you know, Homa Christian school would be a game that if you were still the head coach, would kind of concern you a little bit because. They're not going to have a whole lot to lose. You know, it's a smaller school. Everybody's kind of expecting them to not do as well in the game, but they've got some athletes. They've got some talent. Richard Jones is also a very good coach. So this is almost a little bit of a, a trap game. As look, Tarpons are looking forward to Ellender on Friday. A little bit of a trap game for Coach Brody and his team uh, before getting to the Ellender game on Friday. Yeah, look, if you just say uh, the school, Homer Christian, you know, they're a smaller school and you don't prepare for them, you're going you're gonna to get beat. Uh, they're gonna come in. They're gonna play exceptionally hard. Uh, I know in the past, a lot of times they play like a zone defense, and it was just so hard to to crack that zone. And if uh, you not score from the outside, and if you have trouble pushing the ball, it's uh, <laughs> they can they can stay around and they can bite you at, uh, at the end of the game. And I know uh, Homer Christian's gonna be well coached again this year with Richard Jones. Uh, you just look at some of their results. They win in some games. They uh, you know, they're losing some, but some of the games they lose are by uh, close margins. So, uh, Coach Brody's got his hands full getting his team ready to play tomorrow. And, you know, you cannot. And Coach Brody's doing a good job of this, is not of not looking ahead. It's only one, you know, the game, one game at a time. And uh, easy have his guys focused and ready to go tomorrow. And we, you know, look, we talked about this before the South Terrebonne game. And look, the Tarpons did take care of business and get a win there. But Homa Christian, they're to a school, and, and they've played some teams that are closer to their size this season and have piled up a nice little nest egg of wins. The way this system works, if you beat a 13-14 win to a school, or if you beat a uh, Ellender who may have 15 wins or so because of how tough their schedule is, 
It's the same thing. So this is a very big PowerPoint game because Homa Christian slated to win in double digits this season. It's an opportunity for the Tarpons to get a lot of points and, and try to position themselves nicely as we head towards the stretch run of the year. Yeah, big big game. You, uh, you play these teams that are going to win 13 or so games, and at the end of the day, that's going to be a big win for you if you can get the win. And uh, look, the Tarpons have been hanging around at the what, 24th spot for a good while, and Teams around them are doing what need, what they need to do for the Tarpons to stay in that area. Is you know losing some games and Tarpons are winning there, so uh, it's, it's going to be coming down in this next month of basketball. Uh, who's playing their best and who can peak at the right time and get those uh, extra foul points at the end? I thought of you yesterday from about three o'clock to three thirty as the Houston Texans were ruining their chance to get the number one overall draft pick. They converted a fourth and twenty-five. They converted a touchdown. They went for two. They did everything that they could to try to push it forward. And look, we understand the reason why. It's because Lovey Smith knew, I'm not going to be here anyway to hell with y'all. But if Lovey Smith had a little more job security and was maybe assured he was going to be back, maybe it wouldn't have gone this way. Bro, what was going on, man? Now they they had Bryce Young cinched up, and now they're going to have the number two pick. They still might get him. But, boy, there are a lot of people in Houston, Texas, who are very, very upset with Lovey Smith and their football team. Yeah, it's a, it's a strange situation where, you know, you got a coach that he knows he's probably going to be on the way out. and uh, Let me go ahead and win this game and screw them over for the, the first draft pick. But, man, you know, fourth and, what, 25? Or, or, and then you go for two uh, with the number one draft pick. I know I always tell you you play to win the game, but, um, maybe nothing wrong with 425. Just run the ball. Get out of there. <laughs> Dude, I'm watching it live, and I'm saying before the two-point play, you line up and you take a knee, you punt the ball, you do whatever you got to do to make sure that you get the draft pick. But sure enough, they end up winning, and now whew, they're at the mercy of the draft to see what they're going to get. Let's talk about the it's New really Orleans. Funny. It's funny. The, the players uh, that are, that are going to be coming back didn't, like, just fumble the ball or whatever to make sure that don't happen. <laughs> right, right. I guess maybe that their opinion is, hey, I'm not letting you guys draft somebody that's going to replace me. So uh, who yeah. knows? There, there's a lot of different ways to look at it, I guess. Um, the Saints fell yesterday, um, and it just leads to a stat that I heard them talking about yesterday in the postgame show, which is New Orleans is really good at, like starting the game strong and scoring a couple of early touchdowns and then just never scoring again. And that's what happened yesterday. They went down the field the first drive, scored a touchdown easily. And to the point to where I'm saying, all right, this is going to be a blowout. Like the Saints are going to beat up on the Panthers. Then lo and behold, they just never scored again. Um, Dennis Allen's going to be back. I think we all understand that. Is Pete Carmichael going to be back? Like, are they going to make some offensive personnel changes, offensive staff changes? Because look, the the offense in the second half of the season was rotten. It was not good. Turning it over, no explosive plays. Like they're going to have to evolve and try to change something there, right? Well, yes, and look, I have a lot of confidence in uh, in Pete Carmichael. You know, learning under under Peyton and stuff. That I I think he can get the job done. Maybe get him a better quarterback would would help. But I, after last yesterday's uh, performance. I am not completely sold that Dennis Allen will be back. Uh, just the way that game ended was, uh, I mean, it, 
or the way it played out was bad. Just a terrible performance by the Saints. And you got to give credit to their defense. Their defense the last four or five weeks has been producing, uh, giving that offense a chance. When you got a, an opposing quarterback that's going to throw for 40-something yards, two interceptions, <laughs> and you don't win the game, uh, that that is not good. So how does it get fixed? And, you know, I know that we could do a whole week's worth of shows on this. I mean, I think everyone agrees you've got to get a quarterback. But everyone also understands you don't have a first-round pick nor salary cap space. So how do you get one? Like you could maybe try to trade for Derek Carr, but his contract is pretty steep. And then there are like the Ryan Tannehills and those types of guys who will be cheaper. But I don't know that they're even better than Andy Dalton. You can maybe draft one or you know, maybe hope that you get a, a first-round pick good enough for Sean Payton that that allow you to draft one. Like, There's no clear-cut guarantee that they're going to be better at quarterback next year, which is why this is such a dicey situation. Yeah, you, uh, it, something's going to – I mean, look, I, I would go in the draft and I, I would get the Tennessee quarterback with uh, the hooker. Yeah. Uh, I would I would go for him. I would try and get – I think the Saints can maybe pick him up in the second round, and I will try and build build around him. Uh, all the other quarterbacks you mentioned, I, I just um, – it would be another bridge quarterback that if they do go that route for another year or two until they can get the quarterback that they want. But uh, I would try and get uh, – I look give a serious look at, at Hooker and see if he can come in and – and if the Saints can maybe get him in the early second round, would be a would be I think a good pick for him. Well, would you be? Because look, Hooker blew out the knee, so he's likely going to miss some of next year. Would you be okay with another year of Dalton while Hooker just kind of red shirts under him? No, man, Dalton's got to go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, look, I, I had enough watching him. He 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 ain't very good at all. Uh, he he did, you know, he has like a backup. You he's know, a backup. You have your yeah. moment. You're going to have your good moments, your bad moments, but it's, he's not consistent enough, and there's a reason why he's not starting off uh, at other NFL cities. He's not consistent enough to be a starter in my book, and it's just uh, the Saints can't have that inconsistency at quarterback where you good one game, the next game you're not, and or even the next series you're not. But um, they, they got some serious moves that they're going to have to make if uh, you know they got to get better than what they are. So the playoff schedule has been set in the NFL, and there's some pretty exciting opening round matchups, right? You're going to get Dallas playing Tampa. That'll be a lot of fun for a lot of people. Um, you've also got, you know, other matchups. Buffalo is going to be taking on Miami, which some you know folks are excited about. So the Seahawks and the 49ers, the Chargers and the Jags, Giants and the Vikings, Ravens and the Bengals. Are, is there any one matchup with the Saints out that you're most excited about over the others? I, I want to see how Dallas is going to respond from uh, from yesterday's uh, performance. Going up, you know, at Tampa uh, with Tom Brady, I want to see how they are going to respond if they uh, can get uh, out that, uh, that funk that they were in yesterday and see if they can hopefully beat the, uh, the Buccaneers. You know, there's a really um, good chance that the team that loses that game is not going to bring their coach back. Like, you know, if Dallas loses and it's ugly two weeks in a row to end, like there's a world where I guess they can maybe move on from McCarthy. Tampa's guy's got to be on the hot seat. 
those would be two Sean Payton destinations. The loser of that game may get Sean Payton before it's all said and done. Well, if we if Dallas does lose, you're going to see Sean Payton cancel his interview with the Broncos quick. <laughs> it's going to be a couple of weeks later. There's no use see him going over there. He's going to be a Dallas Cowboy. But uh, that's that's another thing that you're going to have to watch where Sean Payton's going to end up. Uh, and he's going to pick where he wants to go for sure. Yeah, I, I think that you're right about that. Um, let's talk about this tonight. We've got the college football playoff national championship game, Georgia and TCU. I don't, the more and more I study this matchup, I don't think TCU could play with them. I think that Georgia is going to get a lead early. TCU is going to be chasing and I think it's going to be tough, but you've said many times, you think it's going to be closer than what people expect. You think TCU can maybe run with them some, uh, I'm, I'm not looking forward to, and look, I don't think it's gonna be a 30 or 40 point game, but I just think it'll be a sound two or three touchdown win. What say you tonight, Georgia and TCU? Yeah, I, I just think TCU can keep it close if they can stop Georgia from coming out the gates quick and getting up big early. I think that TCU can control the football and they can uh, keep it close going into that fourth quarter. And yeah, I'm, I'm when I'm saying close, seven, ten points, what you'd have a shot in that fourth quarter to win the game. Yeah, and lastly, before we let you go, man. Um, I sent you this, and I know what the story was now, and I know it's nothing involving the school. But just to clarify, just to you know, rumor police, rumor control, nothing burned at South Lafouche over the weekend, right? It was a home uh, adjacent to the school behind the school, right? Right. Yeah, we uh, we all good. Uh, yeah, it wasn't nothing to do with anything with uh, South Lafouche High School. Okay, good deal. And everything with the gym, have there been any delays? Are you guys still kind of fingers crossed, hoping for February the 1st? Yeah, we have a meeting uh, sometime this week with the uh, the contractors, and we're gonna hopefully have a better idea of when the uh, we're waiting on the bleachers. This is the last thing in the gym that has to be done, and plus you got to clean up, you know, some dust and all that. But uh, we have the new pads and, and back of the goals that are in. That's up. Uh, the volleyball standards are in, and so we're just waiting on the bleachers. Once the bleachers come in. You know, it might take them a week or so, I would guess, to uh, install the bleachers unless they run into any, you know, some type of electrical problems uh, hooking that up. But I think the 16th is when the earliest they said that the bleachers could possibly be in. Okay, sounds like a winner. Thanks so much for the time, buddy. We'll see you later today. Can't wait to make the trip out to Sixth Ward, partner. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Have a good one. You too. That's Coach Brian Colley doing a good job. As always, let's catch a break. When we get back out of the break, uh, we're going to talk. What did I say we were going to talk about? Uh, maybe some Saints, NFL playoffs, and college football playoff after that. Then W's and L's. It's play by play on KLEB. We'll be right back after this quick timeout here on KLEB. Do you want a free Easy Go golf cart? Golden Motors has given you a chance to win a new golf cart. All you have to do is buy a new or pre owned vehicle and get your chance to put your name into a drawing. During the months of November through January 31st, Buy your next car, truck, or SUV and get your chance to win. See our collections of Chevy Silverados, Equinox, and Trailblazers arriving daily. Golden Motors, where price is priority. On Highway 3235 and cut off, Chevy, find new roads. Did you or your loved ones go without this hurricane season? Well, this year, go with Industrial Power Systems, your only local power generation professional serving Lafourche for over 18 years. We offer sales, service, installation, and maintenance on all major brands of residential, commercial, industrial, and marine generators for the most trusted brands in the industry. 
Generac, Kohler, Briggs & Stratton, Cummins Onan, and many more. Industrial Power Systems. Power is our middle name. Call us today at 632-1692 or come see us on the back road in Galliano. Hello, friends and family. Taylor Griffin here, back again to talk about Dufresne Building Materials. Did you know that we have a new updated online order system called Dufresne Easy Buy? Come see us at dofriendlumber.com to check it out and get you started with a free quote. We now have eight convenient locations to serve you, which include Cutoff, Thibodeau, Luling, Bell Chase, Araby, Slidell, Gulfport, and Grand Isle. And no matter how big we grow as a company, we promise to keep that local family business feel and welcome you with a smile. So come give the local guys a try and experience the do-friend difference. Pesky mosquitoes, gnats, and all kinds of South Louisiana bugs taking over your yard? Have no fear. Buzz Off is here to save your summer. Buzz Off is the only locally owned pest control company focusing on your outdoor living space. They use 100% organic ingredients safe to all humans and pets check us out on facebook or book your appointment today at buzzoffnow.com need our cedar beaters now call 985-333-8989 today to take your lawn back buzz off mosquito control safe effective guaranteed at riley john's blue boot foundation our mission is to help everyone be safer in and around water Did you know drowning is the number one accidental cause of death in children under the age of four and the second leading cause of accidental death in children under the age of 14? Adolescents and adults are at greater risk of drowning in open water. Remember, drowning is preventable. Join Riley John's Blue Boot Foundation. Want to become a certified babysitter? Terrebonne General Health System is excited to offer super sitter classes. Participants will learn first aid and CPR along with safety, business, and basic child care skills. Classes are for ages 11 to 15 and will be held at Terrebonne General. Upon completion of the program, students will receive a two-year American Red Cross Babysitter CPR first aid certification. Our summer sessions are about to kick off. For class schedules and prices or to register, call 985-850-6204 or visit tghealthsystem.com. But a fitting end to the New Orleans Saints season yesterday, losing to Carolina in a game that was just brutal. <laughs> Saints went out with a whimper the same way that they came in, losing 10-7 to at home in the Dome. There was more action and activity going on in the parking lot with people breaking into cars than there was on the playing field where the teams combined for just 17 points. Um Brian in the last segment said he thought that the way this game played out maybe puts Dennis Allen's future in question. I don't know if that is or if that isn't, but I know this. New Orleans has got to fix a certain few things with their team. Let's start with this. And this is the NFL, brother. I mean, this is the thing that you have to have. You've got to get better. Uh, at the quarterback position. Andy Dalton is a backup. Jameis Winston is not good. Taysom Hill is a running back. You've got three guys there who would all be really elite backups. You don't have a starter. Which leads you into the the, the problem, and this is the $32,000 question. 
you don't have the means to just easily go and get someone, right? Like the Bears know today, hey, if we're not 100% sold on Justin Fields, we could take Bryce Young or, or Stroud at Ohio State, and we're good. We got the number one pick. The Saints don't have that luxury. They don't have a first-round pick. They don't have tons of salary cap space where they say, all right, we'll just go and sign someone. So they're going to have to gamble. They're going to have to reach. They're going to have to hope that they bring someone in who's going to overperform their expectations given the change of scenery. So here's what I think New Orleans should do. And I tell you right out front, it's not what they're going to do, but here's what they should do. New Orleans should tear this thing down to the studs. New Orleans should be rebuilding. New Orleans should be actively trying to get younger, actively trying to remove some of the veteran high-priced players from their roster, knowing that by the time we get good again, you guys are going to be washed up and not part of our team anyway. Now, here's what New Orleans... And look, look, by doing this, by the way, mind you, you're going to suck next year. You're going to probably suck in 2024 too. But you could rebuild things pretty quickly in the NFL if you cash in on the right draft picks and you make the right trades, get the right picks, get salary cap space, make good on your signings, and you do those things. I think a rebuild is the best way for New Orleans to go because they're not close. They're not close. You were 7-10, and and you're playing in the worst division in football. You got swept by both Carolina and Tampa. You're not close. That's what they should do. Now, what they're going to do is the Mickey Loomis special. They're going to trim a little off the top here, push that down the road. They're going to trim a little off the top there, push that down the road, make a more manageable cap situation for today, make a worse cap situation for tomorrow, cut a veteran or two, but get a guy here or there, maybe make a trade or two in the draft. And Doing that, here's what that does. Doing that ensures that you're never going to be horrible, right? You never have to worry about being 4-13. and 13. You never have to worry about being 3-14, in, in 14, whatever. But you're also never going to fully get out of this hole. You're just kind of half-ass fixing everything. And you know what a half-ass fix means? It means that you're 7-10, and 10, one year after being 9-8. and eight. Half-ass fixing things in the NFL means that every year you're in the same spot. You're about 500. You're just okay, but you're not good enough. You're going to barely miss the playoffs or barely make the playoffs. You're never going to make a run. And to me, for my dollar, that's the worst place in the sport to be. I would much rather be 2-15 and 15 than 7-10. and 10. I would much rather be 3-14 and 14 than 8-9. and nine. And I know that that doesn't make sense saying that, right? Oh, you'd rather lose less games? Or a, a, a win, I'm sorry, win less games? Yeah. Yeah. I would rather win fewer games. If, if all things are considered equal and you're not going to the playoffs anyway, why wouldn't you want to be at the bottom? When you're at the bottom, you then get draft pick capital that springs you to the top faster. Look at the Jaguars. The Jaguars are in the playoffs this year. They were awful last year. 
They were awful. The Bengals. The Bengals were terrible. They had the number one pick in the draft. They get Joe Burrow. They get Jamar Chase. Everything is different. Everything is different. The way the league is structured, it's built for you to rebound and rebuild quickly if you do it right. But if you're always in the middle of the draft, 17 pick, you know, 14 pick, and you're going eight and nine, and you're going, you know, seven and ten, and you're just barely missing the play. You're never gonna get out of the hole. You're never gonna get out of the hole. Because then in the offseason you convince yourself, ah. Oh boy, we're not that far away. Boy, we just got to do this and that and then make a little tweak here and make a little tweak there. And you take the bubble gum out of one hole in the ship and then you put it in another hole of the ship. Well, yeah, you fix that, but then now the other hole's leaking again and you never get out of the rut that way. New Orleans needs a lot of stuff. They need to figure out what the hell they're doing with Michael Thomas. They need to get that loser out of the locker room. I think this past week they have made some of the right moves. They restructured his deal. They made it easier to cut him. Get him out. Need to figure out what to do with the quarterback position. Need to figure out what to do with the running back position. Because you got Alvin Kamara, you don't have anything else. You got to get some depth there. Wide receiver, you got Olave. Not a whole lot else there. I guess uh, Shahid came on strong. He could be part of your future as well. Defense, your defense is getting old. How much longer can you rely on Cam Jordan? How much longer can you go? with Marcus Davenport doing nothing for you but getting tons of snaps and playing. How much longer can you count on David Onyemata, who's 30 and aging? Demario Davis, 33 and aging. Lattimore's 26, going to get paid big real soon. Can you afford that? P.J. Williams, 29, getting a little older. Chris Harris, 33, getting older. Honey Badger looks washed up. Marcus May didn't have a great year. Will Lutz, your kicker, is terrible. You've got to figure out another option there. So there's a lot of holes in the ship, and I think that the best way to get out of a situation like that is to tap out. Say, all right, we ain't going to be good next year. We're going to start building for the future. The Saints have never been willing to do that under Mickey Loomis, but now is the time. You're 7-10. and 10. You don't have salary cap space. You don't have great draft pick capital. Tap out. Get rid of some of those veterans while they still have value. Get a bunch of draft picks. Try to hit on them big because you have drafted well. And then try to rebuild that depth internally, knowing good and well that it's going to mean you're not going to be good next season. Hell, you might even be good next season if you if you do it right. Because, look, Seattle did the same thing. They got rid of Russell Wilson. They got rid of you know a few others. But they cashed in and got the right chips in place, and they still made the playoffs anyway. I think that's the way that New Orleans should approach this. I don't think it's the way that they're going to, but I think it's the way that they should. Let's catch a break. When we get back, I'll tell you about some of these playoff matchups that I like, and then I'll also recap or break down, rather, the college football playoff and how I think the Georgia versus TCU is going to go tonight. It's play-by-play on KLEB. We'll be right back after this. You're listening to KLEB. 1600 AM and K274DE 102.7 FM Golden Meadow. The French Connection, the all-new Raging Cajun, 102.7 FM. The French Connection, the all-new Raging Cajun, 102.7 FM. 
Do you want a free EasyGo golf cart? Golden Motors has given you a chance to win a new golf cart. All you have to do is buy a new or pre-owned vehicle to get your chance to put your name into a drawing. During the months of November through January 31st, buy your next car, truck, or SUV and get your chance to win. See our collections of Chevy Silverados, Equinox, and Trailblazers arriving daily. Golden Motors, where price is priority. On Highway 3235 and cut off, Chevy, find new roads. It's Mike to tell you for Neal Small Engine Incorporated. Listen up. That's what we did at Gravely. We listened to lawn professionals. Then we brought the professional performance home. Gravely residential zero-turn mowers show the neighborhood that you mean business. Zero turns that are as tough as nails operate a comfort beyond compare. We've had 100 years of professional advice to perfect cutting performance. Just drop the deck, put the neighbors on notice. Gravely, driven from within. At Neal Small Engine Incorporated. Locations in Homa, LaRoe, and Hello, friends and family. Taylor Griffin here, back again to talk about Dufresne Building Materials. Did you know that we have a new updated online order system called Dufresne Easy Buy? Come see us at DufresneLumber.com to check it out and get you started with a free quote. We now have eight convenient locations to serve you, which include Cutoff, Thibodeau, Luling, Bell Chase, Araby, Slidell, Gulfport, and Grand Isle. And no matter how big we grow as a company, we promise to keep that local family business feel and welcome you with a smile. So come give the local guys a try and experience the do-friend difference. Energize your business with Bayou Black Electric Supply in Homa. When you're elbow deep in a job, the last thing you need is to lose time and money fetching electrical supplies. Bayou Black Electric will deliver your items to the job site. There's daily scheduled service throughout South Louisiana, Lafouche, Terrebonne, Morgan City, New Iberia, and Lafayette. Plus, the river parishes, too. If you need parts, call Bayou Black Electric Supply. 985-223-8807. Highway 311 in Homa. Tri-Parish Police Supplies is a top-of-the-line police, fire, and EMS supply store. As well as a great source for tactical and home defense needs, Tri-Parish Police Supplies is open to the public Monday through Friday, 9 till 5, and on Saturdays, 10 till 2. So stop in at Tri-Parish Police Supplies on Highway 311 today. For more info, call 985-873-9989. At Riley Johns Blue Boot Foundation, our mission is to help everyone be safer in and around water. Did you know drowning is the number one accidental cause of death in children under the age of four and the second leading cause of accidental death in children under the age of 14? Adolescents and adults are at greater risk of drowning in open water. Remember, drowning is preventable. Join Riley Johns Blue Boot Foundation. Looking to achieve a healthier lifestyle but have little time? The Terrebonne General Executive Health Program can improve your overall health for a lifetime in one visit. With little to no waiting, you get a whole year of wellness in one convenient location. Our preventative screenings increase your well-being by providing early detection against illness. With exceptional VIP service, you leave with a plan in hand to achieve a healthier lifestyle tailored for you. Call the Terrebonne General Executive Health Team at 985-850-6204 today.
Vince McMahon is back in WWE, so it's only fitting that we play the theme music. Rockin' and rollin'. The boss is back. It's play-by-play on KLEB. Hope everybody's enjoying their day. This song could just as easily be played for TCU tonight. Um, But anyway, let's get there. Georgia's playing TCU today in the college football playoff national championship game. I don't see it. Sometimes these things tend to be closer than what we expect. I don't see it. Ohio State gave Georgia a lot of problems in the semifinal game. And they were some of the same problems that LSU gave Georgia in the SEC championship game. Stretching the field vertically, deep passes, hitting some crossing patterns, some slants, getting some run after the catch. I just don't think TCU is going to be able to do the same things. TCU is more of a prototype college offense where it's based on the quarterback setting things up with his legs and then everything else being built off of that. It's not as sophisticated of a pass skeleton as an LSU or an Ohio State. The talent on the edges is going to be nothing like LSU, which had Kishan Bouti, um, Malik Neighbors, Mason Taylor, and others. It's going to be nothing like Ohio State, which had Marvin Harrison and, and you know those other guys. TCU's just simply not going to have that same level of talent. So here's the way I think the game's going to play out. I think Georgia's going to get the lead early because I think Georgia's going to be able to move the ball throughout the game really without much issue. If Michigan was able to score 45 on those guys, Georgia's going to be able to score pretty easily. And with the lead early, I think that TCU's going to have to abandon their plan, maybe not run the quarterback as much, maybe try to push things down the field. I think they're going to turn it over and think it's going to snowball. I think Georgia's going to win decisively tonight. I just think that TCU... While their story has been excellent, and while, frankly, I'm rooting for them tonight because I don't want Georgia to win another national championship, I just look at the schedule. Would Georgia lose to Kansas State? TCU did. Would Georgia beat Texas Tech by just 10? Eh, probably not. Would Georgia beat Kansas by just 7? SMU by just 8? West Virginia by just 10, Baylor by just one. TCU's made a living on just kind of hanging around and winning it late. Georgia's not going to have you in a position to win it late tonight. They're going to separate early, pull away. TCU's going to get behind, and I think Georgia's going to separate win by multiple touchdowns, and I don't think much of the fourth quarter is going to be competitive. Maybe I'm wrong, and I hope that I am. But I just don't see this one being a super historic, overly competitive national championship game. I just don't see it playing out that way. Now, what could TCU do differently to make my prediction be wrong? They could play good red zone defense. That would help. If you make Georgia kick some field goals instead of scoring touchdowns, that would help. If you sack Stetson Bennett a couple times, 
bump Georgia off of their spots because that's the thing about Georgia, right? They're more of what I call the machine type team, right? Kind of like Alabama. They have the best of everything. So as long as it's like an assembly line, as long as the machine's churning and churning and churning and churning, it's unstoppable. It builds that momentum and you can't stop it. But once you throw a cog in that machine, throw them for two-yard loss. Sack the quarterback. Make it second and 18. Holding penalty. It's first and 20. You throw a cog or two in that machine, assembly line workers don't like having to do stuff other than their job. So then it becomes more difficult for them to convert and do things outside of the system or outside of the machine. That's why the Ohio State game was so difficult because Georgia kept having some things happen that required them to do things outside of the machine. So yeah, if TCU could play a clean game, don't have very many penalties. On the flip side, force Georgia into some penalties. Get a sack here too. Force a field goal instead of a touchdown. Maybe go for it on fourth down offensively at like the 40-yard line once or twice. Get it. Keep the ball. Keep possession. You do all of those things, we got a ball game. But that's where this becomes difficult to pick TCU. Because Georgia, I think, could play not great and, and win. TCU's got to play perfect. And it's just so much pressure on a college football team to tell them going in, hey, bro, you, you, you got to play mistake-free. That's a lot of a burden to put on amateurs who, they're young. They're, they're, they're a little nervous at times. Very rarely do we see a college team play perfectly. That's a lot of a burden to put on amateurs in that spot. We've got the NFL playoffs um, that we're looking at here. And there are a lot of big, fun matchups that will be coming in the wild card round. <clears throat> um, looking at the schedule, we've got on Saturday, Seattle will be taking on San Francisco. The Chargers will be ch- taking on the Jaguars. The Dolphins will be taking on the Bills on Sunday. The Giants and the Vikings, the Ravens and the Bengals. All these games that are listed, by the way, they're in order of the time that they'll be played. Seahawks, 49ers, 3.30 on Saturday. Chargers, Jags, 7.15 Saturday. Sunday, uh, noon, Dolphins, Bills, 3.30, Giants, Vikings, 7.15, Ravens, Bengals. Then Monday night, football, got Dallas and Tampa. couple notes. A, I think it's ridiculous that Dallas is playing on Monday night football. <laughs> I think it's ridiculous that there's a Monday night football game, to- period, in the playoffs. This is the second year that they've done it. It's unfair. It puts the winner of Dallas and Tampa at short rest against a team that likely is going to be coming off of bye. It's not fair. Um that's the first thing. The second thing is I I think this is the the biggest person of the weekend, the person who stands the most to gain and stands the most to lose as well is Justin Herbert. I think this is a huge weekend for Justin Herbert. We hear all the time Oh, the next greatest, the you know the the next guy. Sean Payton wants to tank and well, not tank. He wants the Chargers to tank so that he could get Justin Herbert. And you know we, we, he he wants to go to L.A. and he wants you know a coaching change there. That's his number one choice. And um, we hear about the arm talent and the strong arm and and how he can make all the throws. And he's young and he could run. And we hear all of this, but the one thing that Justin Herbert has not done 
He's not won any of these big games. Other young quarterbacks in the AFC have. Burroughs made it to the Super Bowl. Josh Allen was a second away from making it to the Super Bowl, but got to the stage. Mahomes has won a Super Bowl. Justin Herbert, you were facing a Jaguars team. That is not very good. No excuses anymore, brother. I'm tired of hearing about, oh, the Chargers are inconsistent. Oh, you know, they, they their kicker missed this kick. Or they, this, they had an interception that was deflected and bad luck. And I'm, I'm tired of hearing about goofy, fluky Chargers luck. I'm tired of hearing about that. I'm ready to start hearing about the Chargers winning high-stakes games. If you want to be that dude and you want to be considered one of the top young players in the sport and the next you know, big dog, go and do some Burrow stuff. Because I promise you, if the Bengals were going into Jacksonville, they would win and they would win decisively. That's the first thing. <laughs> Second thing, this is a big weekend for Lamar Jackson. There's no love lost between myself and Mr. Jackson. I've said openly and candidly on this show many times, and I stand by it. I think that it is asinine that the Ravens are even pondering giving him a $250 million guaranteed contract. I think it's absurd. He, he's, he's proven the style of his play is not sustainable. This is now two years in a row that he can't finish the season healthy. Two years in a row. And in years before that, he finished the year but was beat up and was struggling to throw and then lost in the playoffs because of that. I've told you guys, I don't think this is going to work. I don't think this is something that's sustainable. I don't think that this is something that he'll be doing five, six, seven years down the line. So why would you then give him a five, six, seven year deal worth 200 plus million dollars? Be a little nervous about that. But they need him to win to, to this weekend. And there are rumors and there are whispers that maybe he's been sitting out a little bit. Yeah, because I have no doubt that he did get hurt against Denver on December 4th. But maybe he's just been preserving himself a little too because he's not happy with his contract situation. Brother, you got to get back in that lineup and you got to go help your team. The Bengals did not play well yesterday against Baltimore, but they got away with it and won because the Ravens were playing Joe Schmo at quarterback, Anthony Brown, who couldn't do anything but throw it to the other team. Had Lamar Jackson played and been his normal self yesterday, the Ravens would have won that game. Now, the onus on the Bengals is going to be to play better, and I'm sure they will, but the onus will be on the Ravens to do the same. Lamar, get back in the lineup. Let's see what you got. Very big weekend for him. Then, of course, it's a big weekend for Dak Prescott. I mean, he, he was atrocious yesterday. Atrocious. Dak Prescott leads the NFC in interceptions. He missed five games. I'm not a fan. I don't think he's very good. I think I, I To this day, I stand on the hill. Maybe I'm the only one left. I stand on the hill and say Cooper Rush gives the Cowboys the best chance in the playoffs. Prescott was 14 of 37 yesterday with an interception. He's got to be better against Tampa because if he's not, he's going to get his coach fired. Simple as that. He's going to get his coach fired. So 
we'll see how it goes. But there are some big high-stakes games that will be played uh, on Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. And as always in the NFL, man, it's the quarterbacks who wear the brunt of the, the blame, got a brunt of the credit. Uh, Kirk Cousins, same boat. He's facing Daniel Jones, a guy who didn't even get his option picked up. It's a big game for both of those guys. Daniel Jones gets paid if he wins that game. Kirk Cousins gets a little cloud if he wins that game. Big-time action, and I can't wait to see how it shakes out. We'll break down all those matchups as the week progresses. Let's catch a break. When we get back, we've got W's and L's. It's play-by-play on KLEB. The French Connection, the all-new Raging Cajun, 102.7 FM. Calvin Braxton Ford is your brand new car dealer in Lockport, Louisiana. They cannot wait for you to stop in and take a look at their big town inventory and small town prices. Schedule your test drive today and let one of their trained sales staff help you every step of the way. Their skilled management team ensures that you'll have a phenomenal experience, whether it be sales, service, parts, or financing. Ford, the number one brand in America. Stop by today at Calvin Braxton Ford, 5878 Highway 1 in Lockport. Did you or your loved ones go without this hurricane season? Well, this year, go with Industrial Power Systems, your only local power generation professional serving Lafouche for over 18 years. We offer sales, service, installation, and maintenance on all major brands of residential, commercial, industrial, and marine generators for the most trusted brands in the industry. Generac, Kohler, Briggs & Stratton, Cummins Onan, and many more. Industrial Power Systems. Power is our middle name. Call us today at 632-1692 or come see us on the back road in Galliano. Celebrating 75 years in business, Danos has been setting the standard for generations. Become a part of something bigger and join the team. We're currently hiring for drivers, warehousemen, riggers, crane operators, and forklift operators to work out of Port Fouchon. So apply now at danos.com or call 1-833-GO-DANOS. Great jobs, great people. That's Danos. Pesky mosquitoes, gnats, and all kinds of South Louisiana bugs taking over your yard? Have no fear. Buzz Off is here to save your summer. Buzz Off is the only locally owned pest control company focusing on your outdoor living space. They use 100% organic ingredients, safe to all humans and pets. Check us out on Facebook or book your appointment today at buzzoffnow.com. Need our cedar beaters now? Call 985-333-8989 today to take your lawn back. Buzz Off Mosquito Control. Safe. Effective guaranteed. When you're shopping at Rouse's Markets this time of year and you walk past the bakery, it smells so good. That warm smell of gourmet cinnamon dough is Rouse's Markets king cake dough. Rouse's Markets bakes their king cakes fresh throughout the day. The whole bakery just smells like Mardi Gras. Get your Rouse's Markets king cake in store or ship anywhere in the continental U.S. at rouse's.com. There are so many flavors to choose from. Rouse's Markets feels like home. Lady of the Sea Community Pharmacy staff are trained in finding the lowest cost available on your medication. Stop by with your prescriptions or medicine bottles and let one of us review your options with you. With two convenient locations to serve you, we're located in Rouse's Supermarket, Highway 3235 in La Rose, or at Lady of the Sea Medical Clinic in Cutoff. Our staff available Monday through Friday from 8.30 a.m. to 7 p.m. and Saturdays 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. We treat you like family at Lady of the Sea. Mean, mean 
Welcome back to Play by Play. Hope everybody's enjoying their day. It's time for everybody's favorite Monday segment. That's our weekend W's and L's. We've got a whole lot of stuff to talk about. And we start off with our first weekend W, which goes to the Jacksonville Jaguars. The Jaguars were left for dead. They were done. They were finished. They were cooked. They were well below 500. They were well behind the Tennessee Titans. And they finished the year strong. Let's see. They were two and two and six. <laughs> they were three and seven. They were four and eight. That's done. Done. Adios, amigo. You have no chance. They end the season winning five in a row, including beating the Titans twice, getting an improbable win over the Cowboys. They finished the year strong. And they finish 9-8, and eight, and they win their division, beating the Titans in a game that kind of was a microcosm of their season. Started off slow. Didn't look like they had a chance. You're behind 10-0. You're behind 13-7. Behind 16-10 going to the fourth quarter. They just kept chipping away, chipping away, chipping away. They get a field goal <clears throat> Excuse me, in the fourth quarter. Then get the fumble returned by Josh Allen late in the game. And lo and behold, the Jaguars get a 20-16 to win over the Titans, take care of business, and win the division. And they're going to the playoffs, taking on the Chargers. Great job for them. Great job for that franchise. And L goes to the Houston Texans. What in the hell are y'all doing? You're down seven in the fourth quarter. If you lose the game, you get the number one pick in the draft. It's fourth and like 22. I am running at that point. And look, I don't blame the players. I don't blame the head coach. The head coach knew he was getting fired. He didn't care. Why should he be looking out for ownership's best interest? He's about to be out the door. The owner of that team needs to step in. And let it be known, we're not winning this game, guys. Needs to let it be known, 4th and 22, hey, let's bring out the punt team. Hey, let's throw a 5-yard pass. Hey, let's spike the ball. Hey, let's take a knee. Hey, let's take the snap and throw the ball backwards. Hey, let's take the, the snap and punt the ball backwards. Whatever you've got to do to not win the game is what you have to do if you're the Texans there. You cost yourself the number one pick in the draft going down the field, getting fourth and 20-something, scoring a touchdown, going for two, getting it, getting a late defensive stop. That's malpractice. You cannot let that happen. Texan fans are angry, and rightfully so, because now you're rooting for a team that sucks but isn't even good at sucking enough to get the first pick. So they cost themselves the first pick. You've been losing all year long. And the game that you needed to lose most, you actually come back and get some miraculous crazy win in. It's absurd. Lovey Smith didn't even make it to Black Monday. Because he got fired last night for winning this damn game. Oh, my goodness. And look, they still may get a quarterback and it may all work out, but that's not the point. 
you had one job and it feels like a pretty easy job and you couldn't even do it. W goes to the Detroit Lions. They got a big win over Green Bay um, yesterday on Sunday Night Football. That last drive of the game was super entertaining, man. They're throwing the ball and they should be running it. They're running trick plays and doing different things, running a hook and ladder play. Uh, Dan Campbell has produced a fun, exciting, entertaining brand of football out there in Detroit. Those guys believe in him, and they knocked their rivals out of the playoffs last night. And I said this on Facebook last night, and I mean it. No disrespect to Seattle. Seattle got in. They earned their way in. But I wish it would be Detroit that had got, that had got in. They're far more exciting, far more entertaining, and I would have loved to watch that team play again. And L goes to Will Lutz of the New Orleans Saints. I don't know what's happened. But Will Lutz is terrible. The Saints need to get a new kicker in the offseason or figure out if he's injured or what's going on, what's the issue there. Will Lutz is terrible. He was 0 of 2 yesterday on field goals. He ends the season with a 74.2% field goal conversion rate. That's 37th in the NFL this year. So you do that math. There's 32 teams and your kicker's 37th. Uh, that ain't too good now, Maestro. He missed two kicks from 30 to 39. He was 50% from 40 to 49. The NFL is is a game now where when you get inside that 30-yard line, you have to be guaranteed points. There are a lot of kickers now who are pretty razor, uh, um, not razor, a laser focused down there. Don't really miss a whole lot. You can't be the one that one out of every four, you're missing it. Games are too close. That can't happen. Weekend W goes to DeMar Hamlin. This is a story that continues to be overwhelmingly. I'm 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 pausing a lot because I'm trying to think of the right way to say this. If you're not a religious person, that's okay. And I'm not trying to preach religion here. But boy, there's a lot of stuff that happened to DeMar Hamlin and with the Bills and everything in recent days that just makes you wonder. First, the miraculous recovery. Second, the rallying of people around his foundation and raising $7 million. And, you know, now he's getting better. The league is more united. And then the first play from scrimmage that the Bills play after the injury, they run the opening kickoff back for a touchdown. Just makes you wonder. Just makes you wonder. And L goes to Quay Walker of the Green Bay Packers, who last night, during the heat of the game, there's a little pushing and shoving going on. Game got dicey. Hey, the Packers are playing for their playoff lives. They're facing the lines. They don't like their rivals. I, I, I get it. I understand. During a scrum... An athletic trainer comes out onto the field. Quay Walker is touched by the athletic trainer. Not pushed, not grabbed, just kind of touched, just kind of nudged. Quay Walker then turns and shoves the athletic trainer. What kind of a jerk do you have to be? Six days after athletic trainers revived and brought back from the dead, literally, an NFL player. Six days ago, athletic trainers did that. And now they're back on the field for a different situation. And I understand that there was no cardiac arrest event. A guy like hurt his foot or something during the play. 
But what kind of a jerk do you have to be to then put your hands on one of those men in that situation? He got ejected from the game. He should be facing a suspension to start next season. And I understand, oh, we didn't really hurt him. He didn't shove him to the ground. I don't care. I don't care. He should be suspended to start next season for one game in addition to being ejected last night. You can't put your hands on emergency response personnel just because you're angry and mad that you're getting your ass kicked by Detroit and aren't going to make the playoffs. Can't do that. Weekend W goes to the LSU football team. Why? Because they got a couple of portal commitments yesterday. J.K. Johnson and Darian Chestnut uh, land with LSU in the transfer portal. J.K. Johnson, a transfer from Ohio State. Darian Chestnut, a transfer from Syracuse. Two starting defensive backs, adding some depth to the LSU defensive back room. The Tigers, for the second straight offseason, have done an unbelievable job in the transfer portal of adding things that they need. Last year, they added... Running back Noah Kane added some receivers, you know, Kyron Lacey, and you know, added some uh, linebackers and defensive backs and pieced it together. This year, adding defensive linemen, cornerbacks, they're piecing their roster together, plugging in holes based on what's available in the portal. And it, it's really fun to see how the Tigers are building themselves back up for the next year. And L goes to the Nichols men's basketball team who got blasted against Northwestern on Saturday, a result that I would have never seen coming from a mile away. I'm not surprised that Nichols lost the game. Last few years, they've opened up the conference season kind of slow and then kind of rallied late. But to go on the road and lose 68-48 to and just get demolished and never really make a run, that was a little surprising to see. To have it happen to a team that had opened up the Southland Conference losing its first two games was even more surprising to see. Colonels are going to have to rebuild, or not rebuild, re- respond, and and build on that. They're facing Northwestern again on Saturday, playing Lamar on Thursday. But boy, that was, that was a little surprising to see uh, that the Colonels didn't play really well at all and kind of got blasted by someone in the Southland. W goes to the Sean Payton sweepstakes. Really, I guess we could give this W to Sean Payton in general because he's going to make some money. There's going to be some teams that are going to be competing for his services. They're going to be desperate. They're going to be willing to pay him a lot, a lot of money. I think that um, the compensation part of it for New Orleans is going to be the same. I think it'll be like a first-round draft pick maybe a mid-round pick, maybe in the future. The first-round pick might not even be in this draft. It might be you know, a future first-round, whatever it may be. But Sean Payton himself is going to get a lot of money. He's going to get paid $10, $12, $13, $14 million a year when he comes back. I think he's going to be coming back to some front office power. I think he's going to be coming back to a situation that's going to smell like a rose for Mr. Sean Payton. Um don't know if it'll be Arizona. There's rumors that they're interested. Denver has already gotten permission to talk. Dallas situation is in limbo. Tampa Bay situation in limbo. Miami, there are a lot of situations that are still in limbo. 
and there are a lot of ducks in the pond that could potentially be interested in his services. I think that it's going to be very interesting to see how this shakes out. Weekend L goes to Trevor Bauer, who got cut by the Los Angeles Dodgers after Major League Baseball ridiculously uh, trimmed a lot of his long suspension off, which makes him free to play again next season. Bauer had been suspended for an absurd amount. like I say absurd amount. I think it was warranted. But a, a historic amount is what I was trying to say. That's the, the more proper way of saying it. For allegedly choking and you know beating up on women, and and you know then, then he was claiming it was consensual, and it got into civic court, and Major League Baseball dropped the hammer. He's missed the last like year and a half or something like that, and he was in line to be suspended for even more all of next season. But they've waived that. He's eligible immediately, and the Dodgers said, "I don't care if you are, you aren't, and we think you're trash, and we're getting you out of our organization." Kudos to them for doing that, and shame on whatever team brings him in. I know the guy could pitch. And the Braves are one of the teams that are rumored to maybe be interested. Why not? They've got Marcel Ozuna, who's a womanizer on their roster. Why not bring in another one, right? Um, but shame on whoever brings him into their roster. Because there are a lot of guys in the sport now who could throw a fastball 95, 96 miles an hour who are not doing these things. Who are not doing these things. And maybe he could help you win four, five, six games a year. But I'd rather keep my integrity. I'd rather keep my integrity. And I hate to get on my moral high horse because at the end of the day, I don't know personally any of these guys and gals. And I watch sports for entertainment. And I've openly said that there are a lot of things that I think we should overlook. Like, you know, baseball, I often talk about all the steroid issue. We've overblown that. We're here to watch a show. Who cares if the guys are getting bigger and stronger? It's a show. We want to see it. It's entertaining when people hit home runs. There's a big difference between injecting a needle in your arm and trying to get stronger physically than choking the hell out of a woman in a hotel room. There's a big difference there. I'm willing to forgive some stuff, but when you start hurting innocent people, I'm not as willing to forgive that. Trevor Bauer gets an L, and to whoever, whoever signs him in the offseason, shame on you. And if it's my Atlanta Braves... I'm not going to abandon the team, but boy, I'm sure as hell not going to be rooting for Trevor Bauer when he's in the lineup. Same as I don't root for Marcel Ozuna when he's in the lineup. Let's catch a break. When we get back out of the break, I'll give you some uh, betting picks, some things that I think you should be paying attention to. We've got college football playoff. We've got uh, some college basketball and different things that are in store today. It's play-by-play on KLEB. We'll be right back after this. Are you paying too much for your health insurance? Are your deductibles too high? Or are you completely uninsured? If you answered yes to any of these questions, Healthcare Help Desk can help you now when people need help the most. Health insurance laws and rules have changed. If you have Obamacare, are uninsured, or your premiums are too high, call Healthcare Help Desk. It's free. New healthcare plans are available, and you may qualify for dental coverage and lower copays and deductibles. Make the free call now. Top quality coverage at the lowest prices anywhere. You may be paying too much and not even know it. In these troubled times, health care is more important than ever. Don't let another day go by without health insurance. 
Policies are being offered with very low copays and deductibles. So if you're uninsured, underinsured, or paying too much, call Healthcare Help Desk. Call 800-301-7166. It's the start of something new sales event at Southland Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat in Homa. Not only can you get a great deal on a Ram, but you can see their impressive lineup of new commercial trucks and vans. Southland Dodge has the perfect vehicle for your business with the Rams. Long-lasting new pickups are their efficient new Ram work vans. Choosing the right one should be easy. Get more for your business with a new Ram trucker van at Southland Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, 6161 West Park Avenue in Homa. Here for you yesterday, today, and tomorrow. Want more from your bank? Open a Cajun Pride checking account at State Bank and Trust Company and enjoy the benefits. Unlimited check writing, overdraft protection, online banking, mobile banking, debit card, ID theft assistance, safe deposit box discounts, prescription drug discounts, shopping, travel, entertainment discounts, and much more. Call or come in for more information about applicable fees and terms. State Bank and Trust Company, Cajun Banking, served just the way you like it. State Bank and Trust Company, member FDIC. We don't want you on our team. You're too slow and fat. This is weight bias. I'm worried about your weight. Don't you care what other people think? Millions who live and are affected by obesity face weight bias every day. You're not the right fit for this job. Unfair judgment by others. Just stop eating so much and exercise some. You lose all this weight. These people often blame themselves. It's just me. Nobody likes me. I do exercise and eat right. And I talk to my doctor. Weight bias hurts. Everyone deserves to be treated with dignity and respect. Your words and actions matter. Let's stop weight bias. Let's work together. Be part of the solution. Go to StopWeightBias.com and learn more. A public service message from Obesity Action Coalition. Home health services in South LaFouche are vital right now. Look no further than Lady of the Sea Home Health, where the sick, the elderly, and the homebound. Our caring staff makes each day a little brighter, a little better. With quality health care and warm, genuine support, you and your loved ones are the most comfortable, content, and independent in your own home. Speak to your physician today about home health services from Lady of the Sea. Call 985-632-6900 for more information. Quality health care locally for you. Hi, I'm Susan Wolverton, Account Executive for KLEB's 1600 AM, The Raging Cajun. I have the experience to help you work out an effective marketing plan for your business. I will sit down with you and personalize an effective advertising plan to fit your budget today. Call me, Susan Wolverton, Account Executive for KLEB, 1600 AM, The Raging Cajun. Call me at 798-7792. Call me. You may think every weather app is the same until you see Weatherbug over deliver on so many layers. With more free map layers than any other weather app, Weatherbug warns you the moment lightning strikes near you, prepares you for your commute with road conditions, routes, and even cameras. With everything from pollen and air quality to severe storm risks, radar, and satellite coverage, Weatherbug prepares you for the unpredictable. Download the Weatherbug app, trusted by over 10 million users, today for free.
Welcome back to Play by Play. We've got some college basketball betting picks and some different things to spin to you all. I like under 163.5 for Oral Roberts in New Mexico today. Uh, that's the first one that I'll give you. I just don't see those teams reaching that number. That's a lot of points for a college basketball game. NBA tonight, I like the Bucks minus one over the Knicks. Um, I also like, let's see, uh, let's go Memphis minus 11 over the Spurs. The Spurs have been mostly non-competitive, and that's all I like there. Now we go to college football. I could tell you I like Georgia minus 13 and a half over TCU. And let's see if I could find a prop or two here that I can maybe give you. Um, uh, let's see. I'll go over. Uh, I can't trust that because college football sacks count against you. Never mind. I was going to say over 30 rushing yards for Max Duggan, um, but I, I just can't trust that number. Uh, but I do like this one. Over 63 and a half rushing yards for Kenny McIntosh against TCU. Um, if you were looking, this is not an official pick, but I do kind of like under 62 and a half in the game because I think that Georgia is going to kind of uh, be the anaconda here. They're going to get up and then just kind of squeeze the life out of the game. So that pretty much puts a pin in us. Thanks to everybody for listening. Hope everybody's having a wonderful Monday tonight. We're at Sixth Ward, LCO and Sixth Ward, middle school basketball coverage, sponsored in part by Industrial Power Systems, Barry Ogeron Insurance Agency, Damien Adams Contractors, Neil Small Engine, and Complete Occupational Health Services. We also want to thank our show sponsors, the Blue Boot Foundation, Neil Small Engine, Dufresne Building Materials, got you covered for all your roofing needs, Buzz Off, the only all-natural mosquito control professionals providing guaranteed results. Rouse's Markets feels like home. And Golden Motors, where price is priority. Proudly supporting South Lafouche Athletics and community youth sports organizations. I'm out. Have a wonderful rest of the day. Going to be going to get a little rest and making the road trip out to the Chack Bay area for the LCO and Sixth Ward game. Have a wonderful rest of the day, everybody. God bless you all. Same time tomorrow. You're listening to KLEB. 1600 AM and K274 DE, 102.7 FM, Golden Meadow.